0: I'm Zach.
1: And I'm Michelle.
0: And this is A Couple Games Gaming Podcast.
1: We took quite the break the past three weeks, but we are back and we are excited to talk about our adventure to Cabo. We're naming this episode, Couple Games in Cabo, where we talk about travel games that we enjoy as well as the recent plays that we have had over the past three weeks now.
0: Yeah, and like Michelle said, it's been too long, but... We're back, and we hope you enjoy the episode. So to get things started off, we're going to talk about our recent plays that we've had. And we, we have quite a few just because it's been three weeks since our last episode. But the first one on our list is our most recent purchase, wouldn't you say? Yes. And that was Alma Mater. We actually played it today.
1: Yeah, we did. It's a worker placement game, but you are basically trying to run your own university. So you're trying to attract students, but the way to attract students is to have professors. And in order to get professors, you have to have like books and resources, mainly just books, like different types of books um, that you're constantly trying to obtain to get the professors to come and then to attract your students to come they um they kind of go hand in hand the the benefits of the professors and the students kind of both play on each other
0: yeah and there's also like a research track too that you're working your way up that the higher you are on the research track the more prestigious your books are and the books Michelle was talking about they're they're the player colors so I was blue Michelle was green and then in the two-player version, you have to have kind of a dummy player and he was black. So those were the three colored books we played with this game. And depending on who was where on the research track, those were the more prestigious books or the ones that were worth more. And it's a really neat game because I've never seen anything like it where, so Michelle was talking about recruiting the professors. If you're the first one to recruit a certain type of professor, you set the price for that professor so it might it'll tell you you need three books two books one book but if i'm the first one there i have to pay a little extra money but i get to say what color those books are so i'll probably put three of my books down and that'll make my books more valuable and so people will have to come to me to buy my book
1: yes because it's easier to obtain your own books like it's cheaper than to for me to like get zach's books it cost me like almost triple the amount of money than to buy my own books right so if your books are worth more it'll benefit you later like you'll get paid more when people try and come and get them
0: yeah and there's there's also a benefit to buying other people's books especially early in the game because there's victory points that go along with it Mm -hmm. but it's a really neat game it's it's one like I said we played it earlier today but I keep thinking about and you crushed me yeah like, it was like <laughs> by 70, 20 something points
1: it's like 78
0: to 52 yeah and I'm just I'm thinking about like what I could have done differently and you definitely used your starter power starting power a lot more than I did I think and that was yes probably helped the you
1: free lecture
0: yeah so in order to use your professor's abilities you have to spend books well Michelle's ability was you don't have to spend books yeah it helped a lot yeah, mine was if I, if I recruited a student and they went into a certain section of my board, then I got, I got a bonus. But students are, were getting harder and harder to come by.
1: Because you still have to have certain books to attract the students. Yeah. And there are different types of students. And so I was trying to go for one of each type because that got you an end-of-game bonus which you still get a nice reward in the middle of the game for getting it too but then you also get points at the end of the game and there's four different types of students like um arts philosophy and then there was like medical and
0: uh, I think it's arts law
1: law okay sorry and
0: then medical or science and then math is the other one and they don't say this it's like math is like the pie symbol and
1: yeah it's all just symbols so you just kind of Make Science is like the
0: Caduceus, and so you're like, oh, that's got to be medical or something.
1: Yeah. So, uh, anyway, I was trying to go for one of each because that got you a better bonus at the end of the game. And then it also combined with another... There were th- three bonuses. Are they the same? I meant to ask that.
0: The, the end-of-game
1: bonuses that we were going for, are they always those, or are they could they change?
0: You're talking about with the...
1: The gray cards?
0: No, they're not.
1: They're different? They're they're,
0: all, they're different. So, the she's talking about the public objectives yes there's a stack of them and those you deal out three every time and then the professor or the chancellors that are on top of those that correlate with those they're different every time too
1: okay no that's good because i i i liked those like it really gave you something to go for and it's just kind of how i planned the whole thing because i got all three of them which i think was maybe why
0: yeah i think i also i was thinking about this i bought All your victory points on your books were flipped because I I was buying your books. And only one of mine was. So you weren't buying my books. Mm. Even though mine. I did eventually. You did. But I It took me a while to
1: get
0: money. And there was one time I purchased like your. Almost your entire bookshelf. Because there Mm. were a lot of points and they were cheaper. Yeah. But, But it's really cool. And like Michelle was asking the. The public objectives change out every time. The player powers change out. It's it's very variable, very high has high variability in the setup.
1: Yeah, just it's easy. It's it would be fun to replay yeah. now that we now that we know the rules, which did take us a little bit to learn. Like there was a lot to keep up with in the beginning, and I was I don't know going in, I didn't have super high hopes, but then I really got the hang of it because there were six rounds. Six rounds. Okay, so probably by round three, I was like, "Okay, I know what I'm doing now," <laughs> but it took probably. Yeah,
0: there was there was a learning curve, and there's a lot of symbology too. Yes. Like every there's no really words on any professors or students, and so you look and it's just symbols, and you're like, "Okay, what does that mean?"
1: Like we had to constantly <laughs> pull out the
0: the rule book. book to
1: like look at the symbols and everything to figure out what was going on at the beginning, but once yeah. we got past that, um, it was it was fine. So. Yeah.
0: I think I'll be. Really fun to play again. We need to play it again soon, though, so we don't forget the rules. Yes, that's true.
1: <laughs> when we're learning a game. It's always helpful to, like, play it closer together so that we kind of get the rules down better. Cement some yeah.
0: in your brain. But, but that was Alma Mater. It was fun. The next one on our list is... It's also a pretty recent purchase. We've talked about it before.
1: We're kind of talking all recent purchases right now, too, right? Like, Alma Mater was our most recent, and so you think our next most recent purchase was... Isle of Cats?
0: Yeah, I would agree with that.
1: Okay, so Isle of Cats, that's the one we got for my birthday, which mm-hmm. was like you know a little over a month ago now. And we played that one again, and it was really fun because it was the second time, right, mm-hmm. we played it. So, yeah, it's pretty decently close together because we were still trying to figure out rules. This game is hard, though. Like, it's hard to hit. It is hard not to get negative points. Yeah. Like, I don't think we'll ever not get something negative. I just hope to get less negative each
0: yeah, and what...
1: Not that my overall score was negative, but I just hope that I have less deductions in the future.
0: Yeah. And we, we play kind of the quicker variant where you don't do the draft. So normally you would draft cards like you have a hand of cards, you pick one, pass your hand to your opponent, and you go back and forth like that. Mm. We just do random draw. Mm. So you get t- four cards off the deck, I get four cards off the deck, and we just deal with what we got. So, it might be a little more strategic doing the draft, but I also think it, t- it takes a long time, and, or, it's not a super heavy game, either.
1: No, Alicants is pretty chill. Like, it's, I mean, you're just trying to collect cats on your boat, and certain colors that go together get you more points. Right. You're trying to cover certain rooms of your boat with certain colors of cats, and that basically adds up to your total score at the end of the game yeah but it's more challenging i don't know it's hard to like i said i just don't these rooms on the boat are big and you have to cover every room with a cat of a certain color
0: and not to mention you're also trying to get groups like the colors of cats all together all together you want them grouped up because they score
1: all the blue together in certain spots of the boat but you also want them to cover up the bedroom in the boat or cover up dining room in the boat and if one square is still showing you lose points yes which is super hard
0: and there are goals coming out which you have to kind of fund the goals you have to pay for the goals to come mm-hmm. out but they sort of shift your strategy or kind of take your attention away
1: yes they do they distract you from covering the yeah, rooms
0: distract that's the word i was looking for
1: 'Cause they might tell you to go focus on not covering rats and there's rats all over this boat too. But this one objective kind of reverses the original objective. So it's just like Bleh, Yeah, I'm well
0: on? you got the one where you you get points for rats. Yes. I got the one where I got bonus points if I covered all my rats, and rats are negative points typically. And so
1: And sometimes rats are in the room, so then you're just like, Well, I'm not even gonna cover this room. And I got to hope that the rat really gets me enough points to compensate for not covering the room. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's it's complicated, but it's not. It's, it's just.
0: It's not. I don't think. I think after one round, it's you're like, okay, I, I know what I'm doing.
1: Well, yes. It's just, it's hard to execute. Yeah. That's probably a better uh,
0: way. It's more difficult to execute. That's good. Yeah.
1: It. But it's fun. Still like it a lot. It's it, fun. It's,
0: it's light. And it's, it's puzzly. <laughs> yeah. That's a good way to put it, but but that was Isle of Cats. Mm-hmm. The next one you kind of had a uh, a hate for. Last okay. time we talked about it.
1: The next one, oh yes, um, at most okay, most Smart recent. Smartphone. Smart ink. phone ink. Yes, because we did not play with Steve. He was not invited.
0: Yeah, so the last time when you played with Steve and you hated him.
1: Yes, it's terrible. It made the whole game pointless.
0: So, this time we didn't, and it was still fun. It was fun.
1: Yeah, there's still plenty of room, there's still plenty of room. to get in each other's way without Steve and a two-player, as long as you're playing on the small board.
0: Right. So,
1: because right. what we mean by that smartphone-ing. You're trying to sell smartphones all over the world, but in the two-player version, it's really just all over North America. Mm-hmm. It's not, there's another board that's the whole world that's more for, like, four people.
0: Four to six, six I think. Yeah. So, but in the small map in just two players, it's it's fun. The thinking about it in the early rounds, you don't want to set your price low is what I've found. Because that was something with Steve is you always wanted to set your you always wanted to lower the price of your phones because that makes you able to go first, basically. Mm. And I had that mindset going into this game. But the first couple rounds you you don't touch each other really. after one round you do. Right. But the first round you should honestly like set your prices really high because if you set your prices high, that's more points. And so what do you think about that?
1: No, yeah, I was I was going back to look up our score on it. Um actually one.
0: Yeah. That's why cuz I remember the last round I set my prices really low and I outsold you in some regions but my pri- my prices were so low it wasn't making a difference. You were making 3 or 4 more points than I was per phone sold.
1: Yes, cuz you decided the price of your phone at the beginning of mm-hmm. each round and it ranges from 2 to 7? I think so. Per phone is it dollars?
0: Yeah. Well, not you know it's yeah. yeah 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 it's abstracted a little bit to yeah. make the math simple, and the way you the whole like shtick of this game is you have these two pads that are double sided and you kind of like align them and cover them up or you know like arrange them yeah it looks like a smartphone like apps on a smartphone but you arrange the symbols on there. And that's, that's what your round is going to be like. It's like, okay, I did this, you know, discount, so my price is going to go down this much. Or I did the price increase, so it's going to go up this much. I did the technology symbols, so I'm going to get to research this much.
1: Yes, because you can research things like battery life, 4G. Um,
0: wireless, Wi-Fi wireless or something. Wireless
1: or Wi-Fi. And then one of them is the GPS. Mm-hmm. Um, they get more and more...
0: They require more research more as...
1: as you go down the track.
0: Yeah. And what's cool is, so those technologies, they can be different each game. hmm And they give you a special ability. And if you're the first one to research it, you get the patent for that technology. And so you get a bonus points. Right. And we played with some public object... Like, public goals. And if you're the first one to do that in a round, you, you got some bonus points, too
1: oh yeah those were new we didn't play with those we hadn't played with
0: those yeah
1: because one of them was sell no phones that would have been great in the game with steve (laughs) because i never could sell phones
0: yeah because he was blocking everything i didn't want to throw too much at you and there's there's still stuff in that box we haven't touched like you can play with like ceos you can play with uh, there's different uh the little pads that you arrange there's another set of those man
1: i didn't know that
0: yeah this it was a it was a Kickstarter for the second printing, and they added a lot in the second printing. Like the the two player map wasn't in the first printing.
1: We couldn't have even played it.
0: Well, we could have. It just would have not been really. as well. Yeah.
1: So that's Smart Bone Inc.
0: That's a fun one. The next one is a small box game.
1: Um, and it's a Red Raven game. That's right. Rome. Rome, Rome played. Uh, that one we
0: played that like in the middle of the week one mm-hmm. yeah, yeah it was, it was just, just a week quick. night yeah so then um, it's really cool because it's the it's all the char- all the characters in it are from a different red roving game near and far but what you're doing it's nothing like near and far you're using these characters to basically cover up spaces on the map and whenever you cover up a i think it's a two by three grid Yes. Or whenever a 2x3 grid's covered up, you see who has the most of their color there?
1: It's like an enlarged card, and on the back of the card is this 2x3 grid. And you line up six cards together.
0: To make a map.
1: To make a, Yeah, to make a map with certain bonuses on each grid. Sometimes you use your gems to basically claim the parts of this grid that you're trying to go for.
0: Yeah, and then once, once that card... All the squares are full. Whoever has the most gets that card, and they can use that. Each card has a pattern, and you get you can use that pattern on your turn. And they're also worth points, too. Yes. And the game ends when somebody has ten cards in front of them.
1: The patterns, you know what they remind me of? What? It's a game that we played on the plane. That's kind of like...
0: On the timer? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they the do look The like patterns are that.
1: super similar to Onitama, which yeah. we'll talk more about that
0: one. Yeah, we'll talk about that in the topic. Um, but Rome's really good. It's um,
1: it's pretty quick. Like, it was only, like, 30, 45 minutes.
0: Yeah.
1: And you you go until the first person gets 10 cards. Yeah. So that's how you know it's going to end. And then they're all worth certain points, and whoever has the most points at the end wins. There are some little bonusy tiles... But I don't feel like they really do oh, all that much.
0: No. no I'm also bad
1: at utilizing them, so.
0: And the uh, the in the rules, it says, for your first game, don't play with them. Oh, I didn't And then, that. yeah. And then we also played with the gems where you're.
1: Trying to cover up. Yeah, certain, you have
0: another little board that you're trying to cover up gems. And if you cover up a gem completely, you get a certain amount of points. And so, it's, yeah, it's a lot of fun it's a good one i think i think it's one of your favorite red raven games
1: definitely (laughs) definitely it's probably it is my favorite red raven game (laughs) (laughs)
0: because it's the shortest and no storybook
1: no storybook it's short it's a puzzle it it um it's just get these cards they're worth points and we're done
0: yeah so but that's Rome. yes the next one there are I guess we're going in recent purchases. So the next most recent recent purchase would be Marvel Champions. Now I know you have a lot to say about this one.
1: Yeah, so update, I still haven't played yet. Does Axon like his one thousand two hundred and forty third play?
0: No, I'm I'm up to about one twenty. It it I looked at my app and between last episode and this episode I've played thirty seven times.
1: You've played thirty seven times in three weeks?
0: Yeah. That's crazy. I did have Fall Intercession in there where I had two days where it's just, you know, doing chores around the house and playing Marvel Champions. But <laughs> um, but it's, it's a lot of fun. Uh, just a quick update. On the, the latest scenario came out, which is Kang the Conqueror. I've never heard of this guy. But um, he's gonna, apparently going to be the new bad guy in Ant-Man 3. Anyways, he's a time traveler. Really cool, fun scenario. Highly recommend it if you like the game. You should get the, the once and future Kang. Really neat. The next one on our list, and that was Marvel Champions, if you're just now joining us. But the next one on our list we've had for quite some time. Vidiculture. Uh, Vidiculture, yes. So we played Vidiculture last night. Yeah. Yeah. So, and how did that go?
1: It was good, it was close. It was like back and forth from about halfway through the game. It was like back and forth.
0: Yeah, I feel like I kinda staggered in the beginning and you were you kinda jumped ahead by a lot and I I just felt like I didn't have anything going on and then about mid game I'd shot ahead of you by like six points and was getting close to ending it. And I think I don't know if I triggered in game or if you did. It was going to happen either way. Yeah, both
1: of us were.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But you ended up winning by, I think, two points. Yep. So, and that was fun. We got to play with. And what Viticulture is, it's a game about making wine. It's a worker placement game where you have to acquire grapes. Then you have to plant grapes, harvest them, make wine, and then fill orders for different wines. And each, there are four seasons. Well, we play with the uh, Tuscany expansion, which I highly recommend. If you have Viticulture Essential Edition, get Tuscany Essential Edition. It's so good. But there are four seasons, and each season has different actions. Like in the beginning season, I guess it's spring, you can get grapes. And then in the summer, that's when you plant them. And in the fall, that's when you harvest them.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah. we I know we've talked a lot about VidiCulture in the past. We hadn't played it, though, since sometime in the middle of the summer. Yeah. But the main reason I really wanted to play, too, was because we just bought, not even just bought, I feel like it was a long time, kind of a long time ago, as in, like, two-ish months ago. We bought these little upgrades for the victory point tracker and they were the super they were really cute little wine bottles like, they're like teeny little wine bottles like
0: yeah and they come in a little a little wooden carrier
1: a wooden carrier probably about the size of your like pinky maybe yeah the, the actual little point tracker depending
0: on the size of your hand but yeah
1: maybe, yeah maybe a little small <laughs> uh but they it was really fun because we hadn't played with those before so i don't know i like them a lot better than just the regular tokens
0: yeah they are cool they are really neat But, and is still one of our favorite games, I think. Or at least mine.
1: Oh, yeah. It's always going to be up there, so.
0: Yeah. But that was VidiCulture, And I think that'll do it for our recent plays, at least the ones we didn't play on our vacation. So, we're going to hear a word from our sponsor, and then we're going to talk about a couple games in Cabo. So, our topic this week is travel games, and honestly, we, we really wanted to record this when we were in Cabo last week, but it it just didn't happen.
1: Yeah, we really had all these plans to record while we were there, but it just it didn't work itself out because we were playing games. That's yeah. what we did almost every night.
0: Yeah, pretty much every night we would go to your... My your... dad's
1: and or my parents, we would go in there, we would play with uh, my brother and his girlfriend, and then... It was like six of us. Yeah. So, um, anyways, but yeah, we actually decided to take a leap of faith and take a vacation, hope for the best, that we don't get anything. It's been like a week now. So far, so good.
0: So far, so good. But like Michelle said, most of our trips this year have been canceled. (laughs) Yes, all of them. I'm sure a lot of people can relate to that. And so when your parents approached us with this and we were like, yeah, that's it. I think it was back in May and we were like, that's far enough away and I think at the time the airlines were doing you could get your money back if you booked before Memorial Day, so.
1: Yeah. And you had a week off. Right. So that kind of I don't know, helped and then I just took the days off and it was really nice. It was relaxing. It was not crowded at all. Like there were there was hardly anyone at this resort. Like we we there were days where we were the only people in the pool. Like there was no one else, so it was really, it was really nice. Like how, how, how empty it was. Everything was really clean. Like they, like wrap your remote in like
0: yeah. Plastic. And they put a little sticker on and says this has been sanitized. Yeah,
1: like everything in the room had like a sticker when it was like it was like wrapped in plastic stuff. It was like this has been sanitized for your safety. So I feel like you felt clean. Yeah. I mean, we were outside a lot. So I think... Pretty much the whole time. Yeah.
0: So, and we actually got to play a game, sort of, um, not really on the beach, but sort of.
1: Yeah, it was more like on the pool chair.
0: On the pool chair, yeah. A small so,
1: game of Circle of Wagons.
0: Yes. So I guess we'll we'll jump in right there then. Yeah. So Circle of Wagons, it's a game that I think it consists of, it's either 18 or 16 cards. That's it.
1: Yes, it's very small. It looks like a wallet. Yeah. Like, like, really small, like, you know, card, yeah.
0: card. It's by Button Shy Games, and that's their whole company's based off of making these wallet games where it's 16 or 18 cards, I forget, and they, they fit in like a little wallet, and they give you like a little rubber wallet to go with it. But in this game, each card's double sided, and each has some sort of land type pattern on it, and on the other side, it has a scoring condition. And so what you do is you you shuffle up the cards and you flip three to show the scoring condition, and then you do the rest to show the land type around those. And then each player is basically taking turns. Taking a card. Taking a card. Uh, Now, the scoring conditions, they can be positive or negative. Mm -hmm. I think the one we played with, it was like... Oh, and there's also, like, different symbols on the, the land terrain types too so there's like beer there's like guns there's like
1: it's a cow say it's, it's like western theme yeah
0: sorry if that that wasn't implied with circle the wagon sorry that's it's a western theme frontier type game you're building a town is the idea of the game
1: yes so. and
0: so one of the scoring conditions i was just remembering was if you if you had the most beer you lose a point for every beer your opponent has mm-hmm and so, that's, like, I don't know.
1: You know, all the scoring conditions are kind of odd like that. Like, yeah. it's almost like they're two-sided. It's like, if you have this, then take this from your partner. Or you lose or gain points based on what your partner has. hmm So, and it's only two-player, right?
0: It's only two-player.
1: Okay, that's what I thought. And it's a very, very short game. Like, 10, 15 minutes.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and they uh, they had another one come out that was... It's like a cooperative version, and you can play with more people, but I I hear a lot of people just play it solo. It's called Sprawlopolis, and it's... You're building a city, and i played it a couple times, because I got it with Circle of Wagons, but I ended we up... you had it? Well, I ended up trading it away, because um. it, it was kind of a hot commodity, because they only... They have, like, print runs, and then in between print runs, if somebody wants it, then they can't really buy it, or they have to wait months. Mm. And so... It was part of a big trade group I did, so.
1: Okay. Yeah. I like I like Circle of the Wagons. It's. It's not. It doesn't take long. It's fast. It's not like I love the game, but I like the game.
0: Yeah. So. so. It's cool. But that was Circle of the Wagons. The next one that we played in Cabo, was Four Set.
1: Yeah, we played this with everybody, family. And this was really fun. They had never, none of them had ever played it before. Right. So, um, kind of took a minute for everyone to learn, but again, not long because it's pretty easy and quick to teach. We've pretty much taught all of our family this one by now.
0: Yeah, and we've talked about it before. It's a game where you're buying and then selling houses. The first round, you go through a deck of cards that are all houses, and you're bidding on them. And the end goal of the game is to have the most money. So. If, the The lower you bid, or the more money you keep in the first round, you're going to be better set up in the next round. But at the same time, you want to have high-valued houses so that you can sell them for higher value. Because in the second round, there are checks coming out, and everybody plays the house face down, and whoever has the highest-valued house gets the highest value check, and whoever has the lowest gets the lowest, and so on and so forth. But
1: So it's like an auction bidding act. Auction? It's a bidding game,
0: I would bidding say. Bidding game, yeah. There's
1: some other bidding game, bidding game that somebody talked about whenever I posted this one.
0: Uh, high society.
1: Yes, it sounds fun.
0: Yeah, I need to put it back on my wish list. I had it on my wish list for a while, but you, it requires three players to play.
1: Oh.
0: And so, but and so it's for sale. Yeah.
1: But I feel like we would still play it with.
0: We would, and high society is neat because you're you're bidding on stuff. And you're you're spending money, but at the end of the game, whoever spent the most money is automatically they lose, and then what? It, yeah, you could, are they just
1: out? Like, they're
0: out of they're out. Oh
1: my
0: gosh! So you're you're bidding on stuff, and whoever has the highest highest valued stuff wins at the end, but whoever spent the most money automatically loses. And so wow. it's yeah, it's a balance of mm-hmm. you want to spend money, but not enough, you know. That sounds fun yeah
1: because I really like for sale but I also feel like we've played it a lot lately and I'm kind of
0: kind of tired of it
1: tired of it I wouldn't, on I wouldn't suggest it anytime soon yeah because we played it what three or four times that night
0: yeah we played it I think three times and, and then
1: even before like a couple weeks ago when we played just with my mom we played it like three times too it's like every time we play it, we play it a
0: a lot well and that's one of the merits of it right is it's it's quick it's easy to teach Mm -hmm. so it's one we play with our family because not a lot of our family's big board gamers yeah and so
1: so for sales guides we played that one of the earlier nights Mm
0: -hmm.
1: with everybody and then was it this was it, like, two nights later we played?
0: I think two nights later we pay, played Bang the Dice Game.
1: Yes, and that one went... That was really fun. We hadn't played that one in a really long time. So we played it a couple times, but I was, like, glad to play it several yeah.
0: times. Man, and the first one... So we were teaching everybody the game. And so we, you know, we were kind of like, oh, you know, if you're the... The renegade... And what it's Wild West themed as well. There's a sheriff. There's deputy... There's outlaws and there's a renegade. The outlaws want to kill the sheriff, that's how they win, or the sheriff and the deputy. The renegade wants to be the last man standing, so he has to eliminate the outlaws and then eliminate the sheriff and the deputy. The sheriff and deputy have to eliminate the outlaws and the renegades. Yes. So there's the renegade plays like a tricky balance of you want the sheriff to be you want to help the sheriff in the beginning, but you also want the sheriff to be weak after y'all take care of the outlaws.
1: Yes, it's
0: definitely,
1: like, there's a lot of moving parts, and you don't know who everyone is because it's social deduction.
0: Yeah, and your uh, your brother's girlfriend, I I thought I had her pegged, I'm like, oh, she's the renegade, I'm like, yeah, the mm-hmm. renegade should really be doing this right now, and, no. and she was just not, <laughs> and then she flipped her card after the game, I'm like, you weren't the renegade, you were the outlaw, I'm an idiot, like. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: So that was
1: fun yeah and we played that a couple more times and it was good I mean it's it's fun everyone you roll the dice you follow what the dice say and then you're also just trying to like figure out who everybody is so that you know who to throw your bullets at yeah it's really
0: that's yeah that's that's what you want to do I really we've never played with we've played with some of the expansion content for it but we've never played with the um there are these the roll cards so like sheriff deputy blah 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 there are ones in the expansion where they all have an ability, and at any point in the game you could flip and show everybody your role and you take that bit you do that ability and so I thought
1: each of ours are already had an ability
0: well your character does your character and everybody has a character right but each role has a certain ability so it's like if you're the i think there's one where it's like if you're the deputy, you can flip and you you and the sheriff trade spot like you you switch you're the sheriff now he's the deputy and there's there's an outlaw one that's like
1: would everyone know that though wouldn't everyone see that well that's
0: the thing it's like but at some point you know you know who's who like if i'm if i come out of the gate shooting at the sheriff i'm an outlaw yeah everybody knows it now but i can flip my card later and i can have an ability that's Mm, cool yeah and so we need to try to I know we're usually teaching this game, and so it hasn't come out. You know, yeah. so if it, like if we would have played it another night, I would have tried to shoehorn it in.
1: Mm. But yeah, we would have needed to play it like two nights in a row. Yeah, which I feel like we just we didn't because we also played a lot of like heads up mm-hmm. as well, which that's fun too because we we don't ever get to like play games like that. So yeah, that's fun.
0: And heads up is so the game we were talking about was bang the dice game the heads up is an app on the phone right yeah and it's basically
1: it's like charades kind of
0: kind of like charades um you you just i don't know on the phone it tells you it says flip this put this on your forehead and people are looking at the word and trying to get you to say the word
1: yeah yeah And you just just pass the phone
0: around and
1: do do that and it was really fun yeah so we did that we did that both nights too, didn't we? Do that the same night we played we, for sale. Yeah,
0: we did that every time we played games.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's like it was either like our intro or our outro. Or...
1: Is outro a word? Yeah, outro like is totally a word. Intro
0: or outro. Outro is totally a word.
1: Mm-hmm. I've never used it.
0: It's it's it has to do with music. I'm surprised.
1: Mm.
0: Anyways, <laughs> anyways, so Heads Up was an app, so we can talk about the apps. That oh, we played. Yeah.
1: yeah, that's a good idea.
0: So, on the plane ride, we played games on my phone.
1: On we, your phone? Uh-uh. We played on the iPad.
0: I, you're right. I'm sorry. Usually, we have played on my phone before. We did play on the iPad. You're right. I'm sorry. So, the first game we played was Ticket to Ride.
1: Yes. Every plane ride, we played Ticket to Ride. Yeah. So, that's weird, though, because you're playing against bots on the app. Like, it's it's, like you, me and Zach, and then it's like these two random bots, so it's four-player.
0: Yeah, well, I I play with the bots, because, or I add the bots in because on the double routes, you it'll say, like, you can't use it if you're playing two-player. She's playing with our dog right now.
1: He's so asleep. <laughs> His eyes are, like, rolled back.
0: <laughs> Leave him alone. I'm him. I know. But... Like I was saying, if you play at lower player counts, the double routes, they only let you use one of the routes. And I think when we have played before, like, you forgot that. And you are like, what? Now I can't complete this route. And so, like, now I add the bots. So it's, you can use the double routes.
1: Yeah.
0: And it's a little more fun, too.
1: Yeah, because they, I mean, they still get in the way and block mm -hmm. plans. And the first game we played of this, it was, like, my worst game ever in history of playing this game.
0: I think I won that one.
1: On the way there. I did not complete a single route.
0: Oh, and I completed five. And like, I had
1: none. I just had like negative tons of points. Like it was horrible.
0: Yeah. So, ticket to ride, you're, you, you get dealt these tickets that show you routes that it's like get from Vancouver to orlando or you know or miami Indeed, whatever from it is
1: montreal to los angeles or something insane that i yeah. had
0: and if you get it you get the points on it if you don't get it you lose the points on it <laughs> and usually you're adult three at the beginning of the game and you can get more i usually don't but the first game we played mine were all like in the central usa and so it was like it was i just made like a little crossing pattern and got it and i was like Man, everybody still has a bunch of trains left. And the game ends when somebody has two trains left. And I was like, I'm I'm just going to grab, you know, I'll grab some tickets. And there were two that were like, all I have to do is connect one there and connect one there. And I get them. And so.
1: Mine were horrible. And I just, I don't know. I've never not completed all of my route. Like, normally if I miss one, it's just like one. Like, if I take three, then there's maybe one I don't get. No, it was all three like it was just everywhere i was going got blocked every time not even by you by like the bot players most of the time so it just i don't know it's like my worst scoring game ever of to ride but we played again on the way home That's yeah
0: and i think you did better on the way home i yes. i didn't do bad but i, I redeemed d- myself definitely lost and what was cool was all our points were within I want to say, like, three points of each yeah, other. Yeah, it was
1: really close. Like, one, the bot that beat me was one point. Yeah. And then it was, like, me, and then it was, like, the next... No, then it was you, then the next bot. Yeah. And we were all within, like, four or five points.
0: Yeah, it was crazy. It was so, nothing
1: like the first round, yeah. where I'm, like, 50 points behind everybody.
0: <laughs> yeah. But that was fun. Ticket to Ride's a great app if you've never played it before.
1: Is it free, or did you pay for
0: that one? Oh, I totally... Um, I got it for free on Android, but when I switched back to iPhone, I definitely bought it. Mm. So, but I think it's worth it. We use it every airplane ride.
1: Yeah.
0: And so we've never bought like any of the maps though.
1: Oh, like the other?
0: Yeah, you can buy the maps on that.
1: Oh, okay. So we could buy like Italy and Japan and the ones that we have, like the actual board games we have, we could buy those for the iPad. Yeah. Yeah. How much are they? Like. I don't know, Ballpark. I should look into
0: it. I would say like two bucks, some, probably somewhere around there. Mm-hmm. Might be worth it. Maybe. But the next one we played was, do you remember?
1: Um, I know we played Onitama. We played Onitama. I'm really bad at this game, so, but it's <laughs> still, no, it's okay.
0: Yeah, I was surprised you picked it because I gave you the Dream iPad
1: Home and, wouldn't load.
0: Oh, really? That's surprising. Maybe it requires Wi-Fi.
1: Yeah, we didn't have Wi-Fi.
0: Oh, I didn't know it wouldn't load. Um,
1: we have Dream Home on the iPad, too, the digital version, but I'm pretty sure you have to be connected to Wi-Fi. Mm, and we didn't have Wi-Fi.
0: That sucks. I didn't know that. I was also, like, listening, watching the Joker on the plane. If You know, it was one of those planes where it has the... Yeah. You could watch the movies, and everybody yeah. talked about how great the Joker was. It was okay. I, I don't
1: know. I just watched The Proposal again. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that is a funny one. But Onitama is fun. It's a lot like chess, but faster and more fun, in my opinion. There's two ways to win. You can either take out their karate master or get your karate master to their temple. Uh, and the way you do this is you're choosing little movement patterns. Like Michelle said earlier in the episode, it's, there are these strange patterns that look like Rome. Mm-hmm. And they're almost Tetrisy looking. But it's a lot of fun.
1: Yeah. It is. It's yeah. just.
0: I played this one a lot with a coworker during lunch a few years ago. I think we spring semester we logged like fifty plays or something on that. So
1: Yeah, I'm not very good at predicting what's gonna happen next. On yeah. that one. There's just there's two different options that you could do so it's i don't know that each player could do each turn that you're trying to kind of predict so yeah but, but it's a good it's a good game we have the actual we
0: have the physical game physical game too yeah just... and that one is free Onitama's free on the
1: oh the app's free
0: Hmm. Oh. yeah i think you can buy the expansion which is like a, a buck or two but it's fine
1: hey then we recommend just getting onitama for free yeah phone or yeah. whatever device.
0: It is a very good physical game, though, too. It's very pretty looking.
1: Yes, it is. But if you know, you're not going to yeah. use it as much.
0: Yeah, but that's Onitama. The last one on our list is Sagrada.
1: Oh, yeah, we played this one. This was the first time we'd ever played it on the app version. Yeah. Right? Cause
0: well, you. I've played it a couple times when it first came out. And it's it's a paid one. It's... I want to say four or five bucks, but it's fun. It's just like the, it's just like the board game. I don't think it's as pretty, but.
1: Yeah, I, I liked it. I I mean, sometimes I had to click the special objective of whatever those things were and like figure out what they did.
0: Oh, like the tool cards? The
1: tool cards. Yeah. Cause sometimes I didn't know what was really happening with those.
0: Yeah. So, how what? would you say, oh, because all it has is are the symbols.
1: Yeah, there's no, like, reading, and in the actual game, you can just read the card, figure out what it does, so.
0: Yeah, but it was fun. Uh, I always have holes in my window, though. I feel like it's, it's almost impossible to I'm not.
1: Yeah, it was hard not to. I think the second time we played, I did not have a hole, but I did the first time I had, I had like three.
0: Yeah. What's What I do like about the app is it, it doesn't let you make mistakes. Like you can't, mm, yeah. you know, yeah, when you're placing dice. yeah.
1: So, so just to kind of refresh everyone on Sagrada, it's the stained glass window game that we love so much. You're trying to fill dice into your stained glass window. It's a five by five grid of dice that you are filling.
0: Right. And the dice are all different color, pretty translucent dice. There's purple, blue, yellow, red, green.
1: Right, and you're supposed to have certain numbers placed and certain colors placed in certain patterns. You can't have two colors next to each other unless you have a special ability that lets you do that, like a tool card. Mm -hmm. But it almost doesn't look as good. I don't like it when you have two colors next to each other. No, (laughs) It doesn't, I don't know, it just doesn't look as, it doesn't look the way it's supposed to look. And then numbers are the same way. You can't have two numbers next to each other either unless you have a special tool card.
0: Right. And everybody has a pattern on their window that they have to follow. So it's, you know, in the upper left-hand corner, you might have to have a one. Or in the smack dab middle, you might have to have a red die. Right. Yeah. And so so you have to be strategic. So I can't... I'm not going to place a red die next to that spot where a red die has to go because then I couldn't put a dice there. hmm So...
1: Yeah, so you definitely have to think about that. It kind of reminds me of, like, Sudoku.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: But add in color. Right. And numbers. So it kind of takes it to another level. Yeah.
0: In the physical game, there's supposed to be an expansion on the way for us, but...
1: We already have an expansion.
0: I know. This one, everybody, all the reviews or whatever say this is, like, the better expansion. But, or...
1: Interesting. Yeah. Okay,
0: well. So, interested to see what it adds.
1: Wouldn't be the first time we had an expansion to the expansion.
0: No, it wouldn't. But the last app we'll talk about is Scythe. So, recently they released a Scythe app for iOS and Android. And I played, I just played this one. You didn't play it. Mm -mm. I just wanted to try it out. So, I was on the iPad. And it worked really well. I had a really good, I had a fun time playing it.
1: Did you play, how many other bots did you play against, I
0: guess? Two. I just played a three-player game.
1: Okay. What color were you?
0: I was red, which I just did random, random, random uh, faction, which was the red, and then random player mat, because all the player mats are different, too.
1: Is it just like the game, like the actual game? Yeah,
0: pretty much. Trying to get
1: to the factory and do Mm -hmm. all the, okay.
0: Yeah, the bots didn't, like, go to the factory at all. And I did. I I went to the factory quick.
1: I feel like that's all anyone does when we play.
0: I know, because you get a special ability, and the factory tiles like, like having three tiles, and the more tiles you control, the better it is. So, Scythe, is a, it's a fun game. It's it's like a a euro game where you're trying to like collect resources, harvest resources, and build stuff. But at the same time, you can fight people on the map.
1: It's like, we've talked about it, it's like Catan meets Risk. Yeah. Because it's very battle And it's also it the one... It is and it isn't, though. That's true, because you can totally avoid people and avoid the battle part. You don't, it's not like you're forced into it. Yeah. But it's also the game where after we played My Little Scythe, I'm like, hmm, My Little Scythe, I feel like that one better.
0: <sighs> See, um, we play My Little Scythe and it just makes me want to play Scythe. <laughs> I'm like, man, Scythe <laughs> is such a better game. <laughs> I mean, my little side is good, and they're different enough to where you can you can have both. Like they're not, you can definitely tell one was built off the other, but.
1: I like my little side's really great.
0: It's good. It's good.
1: It's much lighter, much friendlier. Yeah. Much more colorful. Much happier.
0: <laughs> I don't know. You can't build as much. It's not as fun. Yeah. Anyways, but we've digressed. Are there any other travel games that you want to talk about that maybe we didn't play, didn't bring?
1: We did. We brought Katana, but we just didn't end up having time to play it. It's mainly because when we were playing the two-player games, we were outside, and it's just we didn't want... That game, the cards, if they get bumped or moved, it kind of messes things up easily, and they have to lay in a certain way, so it was kind of hard to do that. But... It is a good one to bring, maybe just not outdoors where it's, I don't know, windier, hot, everything. So, we did bring Katana, we just didn't play it. I mean, we haven't ever brought any other games on trips recently.
0: No, because I feel like a lot of the times we're not going to We don't, when we take a trip, it's usually to go to a wedding or something or, you know, something like that. And we're not gonna have time to play a game. Yeah. And so if we if we do a plane ride or something, we always play the apps because they don't take up space.
1: Right. It just kind of depends. So, I don't know. I mean, I would. I think that you could bring some other games like Harvest Dice or the tiny Epic games, like the ones we have, Dinosaur and Quest. Those would be easy to bring. Like if we did something small. Yeah. Somewhere. And, I mean, but typically, though, those are just going to be just us. Right. Like, that's not going to be... I don't really see us playing the tiny epic games with a bigger
0: group. Yeah. Because aren't they
1: only four-player?
0: They might go up to five. They might be one to five. I would have to look. Most of them, I think, are four, though. The one that I don't know if we've mentioned it or not on the podcast before is um, there's a series of Mint games. They're called, like, M-I-N-T there's Mint Works and there's Mint Delivery, and their whole premises. The game fits in an Altoids tin. And Mint Works, Mint Works was okay, like it wasn't bad.
1: It's been so long, I can't even remember. Like, it would it would take me a minute to remember how to play.
0: It's like it's a game, and you're like, oh, that was that was fun, you know. But then. It doesn't really, like, satisfy. I don't know. There's nothing like, you're like, oh, this game was a lot of fun to play. You're just like, oh, that, you know, that filled the time. I wasn't bored, you know? Yeah. And so, and then there's mint delivery where you're, you're driving mint trucks and delivering mints around.
1: Do we have both of those?
0: We had both of those. I got rid of Mint Works and other, it was a similar thing where I did, like, a group trade. And that was part of it.
1: So we got rid of both of them or whatever one we had? We
0: still have delivery.
1: Okay. I was like, yeah. I swear we still have some tin in something somewhere mm-hmm. that I've seen. So yeah. It is really small. This game's tiny. So, but it's never a game that I am thinking, I can't wait to play that.
0: <laughs> no, and it's not one, it's not one where, you know, we were looking at our shelf. You're like, I don't want to play the mint tin game. I want to play the game that, that's pretty. Yeah,
1: but i also am okay if we still keep it yeah i don't know and i'm not like thinking we need to get rid of it but i'm also just never yeah
0: play it i don't don't know know. easton gets older it might be a interesting one to break out with him because they're pro they're pretty simple yeah but right now they're a choking hazard
1: Yeah. (laughs) yeah right now they stay away they're way too small so
0: yeah but those were our cabo games and our travel games and our board game apps that we're enjoying
1: and just our recent plays over the last three weeks and we really hope it's not three weeks until the next episode but we're also not gonna make any promises because we just don't know so yeah
0: so (laughs) you know
1: until next time
0: until next time hopefully two weeks from now we hope you enjoyed the episode but i'm zach and i'm michelle and this has been a couple games